Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're just in time for Mind Your Business on Breakfast. Thank you for listening to Money FM 89.3. Ryan. Now, when a Perth based fintech media startup lost its news presenter to a competitor last year, its CEO installed an AI anchor in their place. Yeah, this really raises a lot of interesting and important questions about the role of AI in journalism and how that is transforming not just the media industry but everything else. Additionally, we will also uh, be looking at the recent debut of Spotify's first AI DJ, which highlights the potential for AI to revolutionize the music industry as well. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Well, to explore the benefits and drawbacks of AI in media, the ethics of using AI to create news and entertainment content, and of course, the implications of what all these developments mean for the future of journalism and music, we've got Heavy Cooper. She is the CEO of Grapha, who created the AI anchor to replace the human anchor. Good morning, Heidi. Welcome to the show, Heidi. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning, Lindley. How are you? Hi, Heidi. How are you going? Yeah, really well. Okay, really I'm just well. checking there to see whether it's an AI. <laughs> oh, are you the real Heidi? <laughs> I am the real Heidi. I could pass a, a capture test on the um, <laughs> on the internet. Not a robot. Share with us, how did the idea of installing an, an AI anchor come about? Yeah, so we have both humans and AIs, mm-hmm. so they both serve different purposes. I don't know that particularly in the media industry you'll ever get rid of the humans. Maybe you will, but in finance a lot of the news is very repetitive and a lot of the, the news is almost formulaic or has templates, if you like. So what we sort of explored is looking at doing the regular market update where mm. the stock market goes up or the stock market goes down and we create, there's still a, a human involved in the process it's not kind of completely AI, but but what we do have is AI news presenters that in the time it would have taken to get a human into the studio, record the news, produce the news and then export it into our Grapha platform, that turnaround time could be anything from 20 minutes to, you know, an hour, whereas an AI can have that update live in seconds. Yeah, I get what you mean, Heidi. Uh, I do this every day, talking about <laughs> stock markets up and down, and I'm just reusing the same stories every day, just changing a few numbers. <laughs> so you mentioned the, a few numbers. <laughs> you mentioned the efficiency and accuracy of how this can be transformed. So you've been in the business for quite some time, you know, former TV anchor for Bloomberg Television, more than 15 years experience there, generating content for many financial publications, the Wall Street Journal, Sky News, CNN, CNBC, Forbes. Now, talk about whether AI can really take over us because I imagine it has some limitations. Can it be as funny as me? I don't think so. That is one of the um, that is one of the limitations of AI. I don't mm-hmm. think it's known for its humor. We actually also have a finance comedian that works for us, um, and I, <laughs> I think it, it is difficult. We haven't really tested the limits of what AI can do in the in the comedy space so far. That's still a, a pretty human trait. But certainly in terms of, you know, like you said, the speed, the efficiency of financial data, we're finding that's a huge advantage. And also markets never sleep. So we're based in Australia, which is in obviously the Asian time zone, which means that's at the complete opposite end to the east coast of America. Mm -hmm. And so the future for us is having AI presenters who can create news updates in different time zones all across the world. So 
for us, it's really about the 24-hour clock and also being able to create the volume, the quality, the accuracy over that 24-hour time frame for a multi-country audience. Heidi, you've clearly experienced that. And how do you see the use of AI in media impact the role of human journalists and DJs? And what do you think are the implications for employment and perhaps job security? I think it's very, very interesting, actually. There's some modelling that's been done by the OECD about whether the bots, the AI, are going to replace humans. Mm -hmm. And the conclusion is that ultimately there's going to be more job created. They're just going to be different types of jobs. So whereas a news organisation may have had, I don't know, 100 journalists, you know, some of whom are appearing on camera, some of whom are producers, Uh, you may have more producers and less on-air talent because they're replaced by AI. Mm. Or you might have more data analysts or more people creating the right prompts for the Mm, script. So, for example, one of the recent jobs that I've seen pop up is a job for prompting the right prompts into ChatGPT, for example, to reach particular outcomes. So that was a job that didn't exist a year ago. So I think it's really interesting where the the entire landscape goes to from here because it's just such a big opportunity. Opportunities, yes, but what are some of the ethical considerations of using AI to create content and how can we ensure that AI is used responsibly? Yeah, I think that's going to be a really big challenge, particularly for media organisations. We're very limited in how we're using AI at this point in time. I think we're taking a a cautious and careful approach at this point in time. Um, And sort of we're doing a little bit more each day as we get a little bit more comfortable with the technology. But what we're finding is for us in our, our limited use at this point in time, we're using, you know, AI news presenters, but we still have an interim process where the human checks the, you know, know the report Mm. before it goes to air but what we're saving is significant time in a you know I guess a a camera operator an editor and the presenter itself you know reading something off an auto cue and what we're doing as well is really limiting the opportunity for human error so inevitably humans read numbers incorrectly off the screen and in finance that's something you don't want to do is accidentally add a zero or subtract a zero. People get very upset about that. So just uh, out of curiosity, how many percent of your business is now AI run? Uh, It it would still be very small at this Mm -hmm. stage, but I think the opportunity for us is immense as we start, you know, we're we're a startup, so Mm. we're aiming to grow rapidly into different countries. What it's going to mean for us is that the AI news presenters as well, they can speak, you know, 60 or more languages. Mm. Our presenters typically are human presenters. We're lucky if they can speak one or two languages, so it limits how many countries we can create an effective news source for. Mm. Um, So the opportunity for us across the 24-hour clock, across the multi-language, is really exciting for us. You know, it's really rich territory to be heading into. Yeah, we're in conversation with Heidi Kapler. She is the CEO of Grepha, uh, who replaced one of her presenters with an AI virtual presenter. So Heidi, I'm just curious how audiences have been responding to the content being created by AI presenters. Have they been able to tell difference? Has it been well accepted? <laughs> That is a great question. I would say 90% of people don't even notice. And when you've pointed it out to them, their face is genuinely shocked. They can't believe that it's it's not actually a person. Um, and anyone who's listening, if you want to check out the Grappa platform, it's Grappa with an F.com. You can have a look at the, the presenters and we'd love to see if you can tell which ones are real and which ones are the AI bots. But 
the other thing that's really interesting is we're uh, an app and a and also a web platform, and 90% of people watch content, particularly on a mobile phone, with the sounds down, so that you don't necessarily hear them speaking, oh. and you see the subtitles coming up over the top. And in that environment, they're almost indistinguishable from a human because essentially you're still seeing a human on the screen, and you're reading the captions or the subject underneath them, and it is very difficult. You have to do a double take and go. Oh, wow, that's actually, that's AI. That's not mm. human. People are genuinely surprised. It's a great party trick. <laughs> <laughs> to your knowledge, since you've used it, are there any drawbacks or risks associated with the use of AI in media, such as potential errors? I think, I think it all depends on the way that you use it. Mm-hmm. In the way that we're using it, I think that accuracy has gone up. So quality and accuracy has increased because essentially it really removed that human error element. Mm. But I think it depends on the way that you're using AI. So I'm not entirely sure. There's a lot of media organisations that are really starting to embrace AI. I know Bloomberg announced a, a Bloomberg chat GPT product, mm. I think, last week. Um, you're seeing the likes of, you know, Vox Media and others really exploring what they can do with AI. So I think there's, you know, there are going to be some challenges as with all new technology, but I'm, I'm very confident the way that we are using it, it's pretty tightly controlled. And if anything, uh, our accuracy has improved. <laughs> well, if there are any mistakes, you can always blame the virtual presenter, Andy, that you have right now. Uh, look ahead, Heidi. What are some of the potential areas you think will be the, I guess, limits of ChatGPT? Where is this going? And I guess for your company, how are you reshaping your hires? Yeah, so I think um, we're a media technology company. So if you look at our, even who we employ, we're, we're almost probably 80, 20, 80% technology data analysts and maybe 20% media people. I think what it means for us is we don't have to have as big a studio. We don't have to have as many presenters. We don't need to necessarily go and physically set up a whole TV studio or newsroom in each country that we want to expand to. We can do it all from a single location, which is which is a huge cost saving for a, a media company like us. And also it gives us an extraordinary competitive advantage that, you know, all of our competitors in the financial media space, they're, they're still taking that 20 minutes to an hour to turn around those, those stories, whereas we're turning them around within seconds. Mm. And of course, in financial markets, time is money. So the sooner you can get that information, uh, the better you can act on it and, and make a decision about, you know, about trading, about investing, whatever your, you know, whatever your investment strategy is. So the speed and accuracy of information is incredibly important. All right. Finally, before we let you go, I'm going to put you to the test now. Can you guess which of the questions <laughs> were created by ChatGPT in this interview? Ah, that's a, that's a, great, that's a great question. Trick, what a, yes. <laughs> what a <laughs> trick question. Um, uh, knowing what I know about ChatGPT, uh, I wonder if it's the question about whether it's going to replace humans. <laughs> Ultimately, that's what it wants to do, doesn't it? Dominate. <laughs> that's a good humanity. guess, Heidi. But it's pretty much the entire interview. Yeah, all were created by ChatGPT, apart from the first one. <laughs> so there you go. It's, it's replacing your jobs as well already. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you for your time and insights. It's been a pleasure speaking with you, Heidi. Heidi Thank Cuthbert, you very much. Right? Thank yeah. you, Ryan. Thanks, Lindley. Heidi Cuthbert, CEO of Graffa. Stay with Money of 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.